This edition of Nation Talk is being brought to you by Scotiabank. Respecting your past, trusting your future. Think what we can achieve together. Hi, and welcome to another edition of Nation Talk. On today's show, we have Roberta Jameson. Ms. Jameson is a Mohawk woman from the Six Nations of the Grand River Territory in Ontario, where she still resides. In November of 2004, she was appointed CEO and President of the National Aboriginal Achievement Foundation. In February 2012, the foundation changed its name to Inspire and incorporated its new tagline, Indigenous Education, Canada's Future. Under Roberta's leadership, Inspire is flourishing. Bursary and scholarship funding has dramatically increased to over $49 million to 14,000 students, more than doubling since Roberta's 2004 appointment. She has extended Inspire's career conferences to all regions of Canada. Roberta is leading the development of the Inspire Institute, an online laboratory of learning focused on increasing high school completion rates and K-12 success. Roberta has enjoyed a distinguished career of firsts. She was the first First Nations woman to earn a law degree, the first non-parliamentarian appointed to an ex-officio member of a House of Commons committee, the first woman ombudsman of Ontario, and in December 2001, she was the first woman elected chief of the Six Nations of the Grand River Territory. Roberta was also Commissioner of the Indian Commission of Ontario and for 10 years Ombudsman of Ontario. She has earned numerous awards, including the National Aboriginal Achievement Award for Law and Justice in 1998, the Indigenous Bar Association's Highest Award, Indigenous People's Council Award, IPC, and 22 honorary degrees. She's been named three times to the Women's Executive Network's Top 100 list, she is a member of the Order of Canada, and she is here with us on Nation Talk. Uh, Ms. Jameson, thank you so much for taking the time out of your obviously very busy schedule to be with us here today. Well, it's just such a pleasure, and also my warmest greetings to all the listeners on Nation Talk. Many of us rely on Nation Talk and the interviews there for tremendously insightful information. Uh, Roberta, can you talk to us a little bit now? It's a year ago this month that you rebranded, renamed the foundation, National Aboriginal Achievement Foundation, to Inspire. Can you tell us how is this going? Well, we are so excited with the transition. People have really, well, we, we went about it with doing a lot of discussions, stakeholder focus groups, as we freshened our brand, and it became quickly important that we should change the name. So we dreamt up a new word, INSPIRE, I-N-D-S-P-I-R-E, which combines the two words, indigenous, which is, of course, the people that we serve, and inspiration, which is what we're all about. This is, it's very exciting, but challenging. There must be, you know, a lot of people, they balk at change. Did you get any pushback on this? We didn't. We were challenged to, by many of the folks we talked to, we had a number of youth focus groups, which is, of course, a tremendous focus of ours for improving educational outcomes of our First Nations, Inuit, and Métis youth across the country. And they were asking us to 
you know, find a name that was shorter. Find a logo that was bright, that was with it. Find, uh, and so we, you know, the name and the logo before had served us very, very well, and we will always respect that beginning. But it became clear that it was time really to take on a new mantle, as it were. So for those of you who have seen the new logo, you'll find that it is a bird, which is uh, something that is common to every indigenous community. It has great energy. It's moving forward straight through different hues towards the light and it has many people see on its back a stylized drum and of course drum our connection with mother earth whether you are in an inuit community a metis community or a first nation community so these symbols seem to resonate with everyone and uh, it's been very well received so this year as we run up to the Inspire Awards, which, of course, I've had the honor of being the executive producer of for eight years now, we have designed a new award as well. And so when folks join us at the TCU Center live on February 15th or on broadcast subsequently on Global or APTN, you will see us reveal a brand new stylized award. You know, here it is. It's it's nine years now that you've been at the helm. You've doubled the number of students to 14,000 students. These are very exciting statistics and obviously very challenging. For you, what would you say is the thing that came as the biggest surprise for you with regard to the National Amateur Achievement Foundation and now Inspire, is there something that has surprised you about these years? Well, that's a great question. Surprised me, energized me. I can tell you that this is a role like no other that I have had over the years. The challenges here the opportunity to work with our people right across the country and especially the connection with youth directly, to see that energy, to see that rich potential for the whole country. Yes, our own communities, but the whole country. So I'm always energized. I guess what surprises me is that it has taken as long as it has for Canadians to focus on the need to improve Indigenous education outcomes in the country. I am delighted that at this point in our history, Corporate Canada has come to the table in a great way. They're amongst our most ardent supporters the public sector, the government of Canada, provinces and territories, and individual Canadians are now coming around to wanting to really look at a way to make a difference. And that's why we're privileged to be so well positioned as a charity. We take that very seriously. That means we have to be accountable and transparent and deliver results. No matter what 
issue you talk about, whether it's economic development or treaty rights or land issues, the way forward for our communities and for the whole country, really, on any of these issues, really makes education a key driver. If we do not have education accessible to our young people, we will be impoverished. We will still not get a hold of all of these issues and be able to move forward. So it is so essential that we close the gap in educational achievement for Indigenous young people so that we have the opportunity, all of us, our young people, to contribute their marvelous gifts to their communities and to the country. And I have no doubt that that will change Canada for the better. Very exciting. And this year's award winners, can you uh, share some of those wonderful uh, recipients' names with us? Oh, absolutely I will. The youth, for the first time ever, we will have three youth recipients, really focusing on youth. First Nations recipient, Gabrielle Scrimshaw, who's from Saskatchewan, and uh, she's the co-founder and president of the Aboriginal Professional Association of Canada. At 22, she was chosen for a very special graduate leadership program with the Royal Bank of Canada. Having lived in 20 countries, over five continents, well, this young woman will just knock your socks off. Stay tuned. Elizabeth Zarpa, who is the Inuit Youth recipient this year, She's currently a Doctor of Laws candidate for 2015 at the University of Victoria. She has been selected as one of three youth from Canada to serve on Canada World Youth National Board. And I could go on. And the third, Graham Cottowich, Métis, from Saskatchewan, a professional ballet dancer who began dancing at the age of seven and now dances at the Northern Ballet Company in Leeds, England. He has performed at Buckingham Palace. And this is just an amazing young man. Those are our three youth recipients. Of course, we have others. Our lifetime recipient, 96 years young, Alex Van Bibber. Amazing gentleman from the Yukon. And in health, Ruby Jacobs from Six Nations of the Grand River. Winston Watney, Culture, Heritage, and Spirituality. Just an amazing 35 years of entertainment and a respected elder, really bringing traditional knowledge and culture, messages of cultural pride to everyone he touches. I could go on. I mean, you know we have 14. Exactly. But, you know, Roberta, the, the, the excitement that is there, you know, to know that uh, there is such a wonderful, wonderful organization such as Inspire that is there and is inspiring people across this country to, you know, and I think about it and I think about, you know, we need not just our mainstream people but our peoples in this country to mm -hmm. celebrate 
the extraordinary accomplishments that are all around us that are being done by our First Nations, Métis, and Inuit peoples. It's very, very exciting. And uh, I just, oh, now, Roberta, if uh, you'd be so kind, if someone out there listening is interested in the Inspire organization and they want to get a hold of someone there to discuss bursaries or the show, is there somewhere that they can go? Well, the very, very best source is, of course, that, the web, right, inspire.ca, I-N-D-S-P-I-R-E.ca is your entry point to all things about the organization. And maybe folks want to apply for a scholarship or bursary. There are links there to have contact with staff for questions. There are deadlines. There is, you can see all of the opportunities that are available to our young people. You can also, of course, buy tickets to the Inspire Awards. I was going to say, are tickets still available? They are. If you come to this show, you're going to see Terry Clark perform. For many years, I've really wanted to have Terry Clark. She's an amazing, one-of-a-kind entertainer, classic country star. She's going to perform. Wob Canoe will be with us that night. Also acclaimed CBC's from the television series Eight Fire, hip-hop artist, A Tribe Called Red. Oh, they are sensational. You're going to see a blend of traditional drum sounds with electronic music, turntables, and just an amazing opening number. I don't want to give too much away, but you'll see (laughs) lots of fabulous dancers. And Sherry St. Germain. She was a finalist in season one of Canadian Idol. Yeah. Uh, she's a regular now at none other than the Palms Resort in Las Vegas. And That's she's going to be performing. Candy Palmeter, star of the Candy Show on APTN, is going to be with us. And on the cover of this month's edition of Say Magazine. Yeah. And Burnt Project One. Oh, David. Oh, that's fantastic. An 11-piece band. They are going to be amazing. Of course, the set, again, is going to be the set design. will showcase the region that we're mounting this show in in Saskatoon. You're going to see the influence of the, our, the indigenous cultures in Saskatoon brought to life on that stage. So if I sound excited, it's because I am. It's the 20th anniversary. Wow. That so is please amazing. join us in person, or if, if you can't be with us in person, Global and APTN will both be uh, broadcasting the show uh, not too long after it's mounted in Saskatoon. So stay tuned for all of that. Well, you know, Roberta, we could talk for another hour about the excitement and uh, the extraordinary creativity of Inspire. I just want to say chimigwitch to Roberta Jameson, the president and CEO of Inspire, the executive producer of the Inspire Awards. All the very best. Good luck with a great show. And uh, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us here today on Nation Talk. Well, thank you. Can I just mention our co-executive producer of the award show, Jennifer Podemski? because she has her vision you will see in this show, and she deserves great credit. So thanks once again, Andre. Always a pleasure. You bet. Thank you. Chimigwitch. 
This edition of Nation Talk has been brought to you by Scotiabank. Respecting your past, trusting your future. Think what we can achieve together.